Hello, army of cunts. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour bonus show. What you are about to hear is season one of our bonus show, Season of the Bitch, episode five. This is one of the most fun episodes we have. Yeah, seriously, I think you guys are going to love it. And you can access all of them at patreon.com slash hot mess at the $10 level, as well as two other bonus shows. There's so much content on there. It is blowing up. Also, this is the most horny and fun season of the bitch that there is i listened through it many many times to beep out the name of the person discussed oh yeah you don't get the name guys yeah you only get the name Uh, that's behind the paywall yeah it's behind a paywall you pay ten dollars you get the name but i was like this guy would be proud to have his name said it is a endorsement of a lifetime. Oh, it was a glowing review. And <laughs> we, not to put too fine a point on it, but this guy has a huge hog. He really does. We sound like giddy schoolgirls <laughs> talking about this guy. It's amazing. We're so happy. I think we're also relieved because so many other season of the bitch episodes, which are really interesting and I like them a lot, but they were difficult to record because some of them are like horrible rapists or just assholes. They were the they were the bummers of the century. Yeah, and this was just a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I mean, I hope you guys all enjoy. If you've been thinking about accessing our bonus content on Patreon, but you've been on the fence about it, you don't know if it's worth $10 a month, uh, believe me, it's worth it. Believe me, sweethearts. And also, thank you so, so, so much to everybody who has given to the Patreon You guys are literally keeping us afloat. Um, I know that this is like an unprecedented time and people's finances are really up in the air. Money is not growing on trees in this time. No, it is not. And we know that. And every ounce of support we get from you guys keeps us going. And it really, I mean, we're able to be sufficient in New York City during a pandemic. That's no small feat. So yeah, thank you very much. Much appreciate. And yeah, we'll be back next week with scheduled programming. And I actually next week, I think we're going to have a really exciting episode of Hot Mess for you guys. But yeah, we thought, why not mix it up a little bit? Give them a little bonus content. Light up a joint and get horny as fuck with this episode. Yes. And also laugh at me because <laughs> it, there is a lot of embarrassing shit about me in this. I, oh, the fun I used to have when I had sex. All right. Enjoy. Must be the season of the bitch. Must be the season of the bitch. <laughs> you sound so fucked up. I know. Of the bitch. bitch. Yo. What up? Oh, it is fun when I sound crazy. I sound like uh <laughs> You sound like you came back from the dead. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to season of the bitch. I've been smoking for 35 years. Yeah. I, I ain't ever quit. We're all going to die one day. I mean, this is the, uh, spoiler alert, the first season of The Bitch where we talk about me getting an STD or an STI. So it Yeah, does... what's the proper term now? I guess it's STI, but it just doesn't, it doesn't have as much of a ring to it as STD, right? I know. Also, no one seems to care about STIs anymore. Everyone's like mean? raw dogging and being like, AIDS ain't a thing. And I mean, I'm like, I wouldn't say that everyone is raw dogging. No, I know. <laughs> But actually, um, 
There's just a more laissez-faire attitude towards oh, it, I feel. So I I, uh, I think – I remember – I don't remember what show it was, but we were talking about like gay dudes raw dogging on prep. Yeah. And um, our friend Jerome DM'd me after oh, yeah? hearing that and he was like, I can speak from firsthand experiences. Gay dudes are raw dogging on prep all over the place to the point where um, STI – the STIs that are, I guess – Drug resistant are developing. Oh, the drug, the drug resistant gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He didn't say AIDS. Like that would be crazy. I feel like we no, would no, hear about no, that. Yeah. But but super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea is no. A thing. Super gonorrhea is a thing that I thought I had last year. Oh yeah. It's very serious. Oh my god, what a bad time you were having last year. Yeah. Oh god. And here I am with my super gonorrhea of the throat. Um, oh, I pray. I please. pray not. Um, but yeah, the, it's gonorrhea. And then there's also syphilis is back. Oh, great. Do you is, remember? Is syphilis the one where like your dick falls off? Is that no. what it is? I don't know. I don't, I don't, medically I don't not, feel. Not falls off, but like. <laughs> I think people would be a lot less chill if your dick fell off Like, But it's, it's very dick specific. Like syphilis, like. Does something to your dick? It gives, you, can you, you, it can gives you, you a rash. I know that. Um, okay, let's see. Oh my god! Most newborns with congenital syphilis have no symptoms, although they experience a rash on the palms of their hands and the soles of their feet. Later symptoms include deafness, teeth deformity, and saddle nose. What the fuck is saddle nose? No, um, that's terrifying. You know, oh, I don't want to look at this. No, let's nope, not. I'm let's, closing this. This is not a visual podcast. No. Nope. Anyway, Google syphilis. Out yeah, there. you know, you can research on your own time in your own uh, way. Yeah. at your own speed. <laughs> um, yeah. Put a put a rubber on it, though, people. No, like wrap it before you tap it. Oh, I've never heard that before. Are you serious? No. Oh my god, I'm so happy I like introduced you to wrap that. it before you tap it's it. It's pretty old school. Yeah, I like it. Um. <laughs> Anyway. I could be an STD ad right now. Like, I thought I was fine to raw dog. What STDs have you have? Just chlamydia? Have just, you had? Just chlamydia. Yeah. And uh, and so this is, uh, I got this chlamydia from uh, our dear beloved friend. You know, before we were starting the pod, we were like, oh, this is actually one of the only guys. We're like, this guy's a good dude. Yeah, which we need. I feel like. It's a little past the middle of the season. I know. Of the bitch. We and need we've a hero. had a lot of downers. Yeah. <laughs> and then a hero comes <laughs> along. Can and you play that song? I can't. Um, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know the YouTube We have a YouTube situation. Um, but I'd rather hear you sing it, to be honest. With the strength to carry on. Thank you. And you cast your fears aside. And you know you can survive. That's pretty good. You know, I actually sang that for um, my senior musical audition. <laughs> wow. Your middle name really is Faith. Um, oh, my God. I mean, oh, it's spoiler alert. Um, and I really like him i think he's the only one of the guys that i've slept with that you were like i also would sleep with him oh yeah 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 which if, is if there crazy. were i think i think i i think i asked you directly one day like out of all the people that i've had sex with uh -huh. or like dated who would you most slam. Sl likely slam mm -hmm. and it's a fun question to ask your friends yeah, i highly exciting. recommend you guys do it at home what did i answer 
it's oh. it's Slamdy now. My answer is I mean, Andy now. Obviously. Yeah. Because Andy's the best. Because he's a dime piece. Uh-huh. Um, but I think you might have said Ben. I think so too, yeah. I mean, he was like objectively the hottest. Yeah. You know? But fuck him. But like also he was just Like, he was also just tall. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be easily tricked into thinking someone's hotter than they are when they're super tall. You just look up and they're, like, vaguely attractive from a downward perspective. Yeah, they, like, trick you into thinking they're your daddy. (laughs) Oh. As fucked up as that is. Yeah. Isn't that cute up close? You know what I mean? It's the same thing. He's fine, but, like, he gets a lot more hot credit for how big he is. Yeah. It's it's the exact same thing. I think they're probably around the same height. Yeah. Like, in the 6'4", 6'5", like, category. That's, like, a whole different tier of, like, wow, you have a presence. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like, they have a presence because they tower over people constantly. It's fun. Um, But is your answer for me. is, like, six foot. Yeah. Yeah. He's hot. He is hot. He has a really nice body. Also, um, it's like a known fact he has a huge schlong. Yeah. I met him at the Waltz Astoria open mic. Um, That's funny. Yeah, years back. It was my first open mic I would hang out with, hang out in Astoria uh, with this like band of misfits. It was like musicians, comedians. It wasn't a cool cool mic at all, but that's what I liked about it. I mean, it was cool and some ways like when i say cool i mean like air quotes cool like like there's like ooh, we're going to pine box and all the all the hip comics are going up and everyone's cliquey i used like so yeah well that that used to make me nervous i was a first year i'm like i'm not good i want like it was it was like very it it can be it can be nice to go to a mic where you're not gonna see a lot of people who intimidate you are people that you know. Yeah. Because then you can just like kind of goof around and try things and feel confident. I was a maniac. I like look back. I used to get so drunk there. It was it was such a like, I'm just like smiling inside thinking about it because it's a it's like a house kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a downstairs and an upstairs. There was a piano in the corner and like couches everywhere. This is what developing artists need is like a little safe hovel like this because it's so it was so welcoming the owner was uh this guy pedro and his wife song and song was such a lovely woman Uh um and they had a beautiful daughter um and song like ran the place obviously and her mom her mom was this like old lady i think she was in her 80s or 90s and she ran the food she ran the like bar and food my god and she would make sandwiches i would order like a chicken sandwich with pesto on it she was just this old chinese so lady i, she don't, I was never was in say. the original space no it was, i went to the second space they had which was not no as magical i, <sighs> I couldn't be recreated and also pedro was a little bit of a nightmare oh he was a douchebag yeah. but like he would host the mic and he would like big dog about how he was a celebrity and yeah was, like, like he was like like uh, fostering creative yes. talent. They were like, like, "You're not managing our artists." And yeah. I'm like, "You're, you're a douche." But at the time, I just like he was very charismatic, and I didn't know anything about it, and so sure. it was fun. He was an antique dealer. That's how he made his money, which is like of so course. funny to try to be a badass, but you're an antique. Yeah, but to dealer. me, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh so you met in there. Yeah. So this open mic was like a little freak show. And I would go there and get like wine slammed 
on wine? Yeah. I would have like five glasses of wine. Oh, wow. That pesto sandwich. And just like be like, fuck yeah. Did they only serve wine and beer? I think, like, so, I think so. I don't okay. think they had a liquor license. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're like, I'm going to go for the higher alcohol content. Oh, man. I was just fucking wasted there. And I was becoming friends with the artists and stuff like that. And was a comic and he, uh, he was good already. Like he was experienced and, you know, he obviously hung out in the comedy circuit, but he would go there and he had kind of a glow up. I remember he's got like curly hair. He's kind of like nerdy looking. Yeah. I, I saw old pictures of him. Yeah, yeah. He definitely had a glow up. He like, I think he, he frizz. He was frizzy and he like learned how to mm-hmm. style his hair. Yeah. He, I mean, he has a bit of a, um, a Jew fro as the kids say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But, but he, I think what happened is like he kind of, is he from New York? I don't even know where he's from. No. I this happens when people come to New York. They always have a glow up. Yeah. Cuz you're just like around more fashionable people, more mm-hmm. stylish people like who know how to groom themselves and you yeah. kind of just like get a sense of what you oh, need yeah. to do to fit in. Yeah. But then also I think it was one of those situations where like he might have been a late bloomer yes. and then in his early 20s he was like, "Oh, wait a second. I'm actually super hot." Oh yeah. And that kind of carried over into the rest of his persona. Absolutely. Like, I'm super hot. He started getting like jacked. He's he's yeah, jacked. Yeah, he has a great body. Um, and he he got like a new pair of glasses. This was I remember when he started there. He had like the nerdy like wire rimmed glasses. Yeah, I was just gonna say, were they wire? Yes, wire. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're a dude and you have wire rimmed glasses, go get new glasses. They're not doing you. It. They're so. They're so. They're such pussy deflectors. Yeah. Like. It makes such a difference. So Shout he, out to Seriously. It's, Literally every single person he comes into contact with tells him to get new glasses and he just won't. I mean, I kind of respect it. I respect it a lot. But it's like, it's crazy how much of a difference comes in like a fucking princess with his new like arty, like mm-hmm. thick frame glasses. And I was like, oh. Hell yeah. Hell Yeah. And I'm going to fog up those glasses with my <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah. And and him and I were both like fucking at that time. Like mm-hmm. I was hooking up with a lot of people and so was he. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I also hooked up with him while I was drinking and also when I first got sober, we kept hooking up and he was like my weed sherpa. Like he – he like brought me into the weeds, weed smoking world in like a very nice way. Mm. Um, yeah, huge pothead. Huge pothead. You can tell just by looking problematically at him. a yeah. habit, but he's 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 a weed comic. Yeah, totally, yeah. and a funny weed comic. Yes, he's very funny. Yeah, like, I find him very funny. I find him very quick, but like it is. <laughs> he's the stereotype that you would like. Uh, picture like yeah he hey, would do, he would do well in denver let's just put it that way crush He'd crush in denver he's always like hey dude and you're like um, he also does like hallucinogens and stuff he's yeah a, he's a he's a drug uh bear he's married now too which is i know so funny know. he loves curvaceous he actually prefers uh like black and latino women yeah obviously I'm packing some am, downstairs heat. Things. But I think like, I don't, and I think that's part of it. Though. That's I what I'm, yeah. Appreciates a full bodied woman. Yeah. Which made me feel really good. It was like really, really nice to me. Um, but like, so 
I did what we used to do back in those days, which was book someone on a show to try to sleep with them. Yeah. Or so I booked him. I used to run this show at Gordon Bennett's. Oh, RIP. I miss it. I know. There have been so many times that I've just like wanted to be in a place with exactly that vibe. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just really, it's a really hard vibe to capture. It's kind of like, um, I guess there's a place in a story I call the uh, Sparrow. It is a lot like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot like that, but it was bigger. Yeah. And maybe that had something to do with it. But it's like anyway. a saloony kind of vibe. Yeah. It's like a, it, like it can be a restaurant. It can be like a bumping bar. Yeah. It can be just like a, a coffee shop. Like it's the best of all worlds, really but not was. in a try hard, like, no. Kind of way. No, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause it was like a cool hang. There was always like, there was a mix of like sort of, uh, regular New Yorkers in there and like artsy fucking douchebags, but like fun to look at and talk to. Like yeah. there was always a scene, um, which is why I, I loved running a show there. It was a shit show for sure. <sighs> like, like I would run a show with Danny Hatch. Sometimes it would be packed. Yeah, it was inconsistent. And sometimes there would be three sometimes people. Sometimes it was crazy packed. Yeah, yeah. So you book them on the show. I book them on the show. I believe it was packed that night. Who knows? I was so fucking drunk. Holy shit. As always. Uh, yeah, I used to drink for free at that bar a lot. The owner was this Israeli lady named Lee. Shout out. Oh, uh, such a badass bitch. The meanest, scariest. So mean, so scary. Funnest. I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> I know. But like, I, yeah, I live in fear of her. Forever. But like, I I respect her. I like her. She She's, yeah, and she's so nice to me. She's literally never not been nice to me. You but sense there, it, though. You, there is a... There is a fire in those eyes. She's kind of like if Hamda had was mean, had meanness in her. Yeah, because there's like this sort of like mama bear protectiveness that I find a lot of Israeli women have mm-hmm. the like, like this fierce kind of like, um, like if you fuck with my cl- people in my crew. I'll fucking burn you. Yeah. Which is fun when you're in their line of protection, but you're like, if I do one wrong thing. Well, you said that you you had an incident that you were like doing coke off the bar like yes. after hours, right? And then she called, she like the next time you were walking by, she she did the little come hither. Oh my God, little yeah. Little come hither. She had, I mean, I spent a lot of money at her bar, but like also we were friends, but she, she hired this hot as fuck bartender this British guy, Jamie. I don't know if you I remember. remember him. No, I remember him. He was, he was insanely hot. He, he was, was like he was a model. He right? was a mo- yeah. Or an actor. He he was in a reality TV show in the UK. I can't remember the name, but there are naked pictures of him online. I'm and, sorry. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I'll, pause the recording. Yeah. He's so hot and she hired him. He was also really a sweet guy. Uh, like a kind of mixed up in a lot of bullshit. He also used to hang out with all these like models. Um and it was like, why are you it's weird that you're here. Anyways, yeah. so, but, but, uh, me and Jamie one night stayed up all night talking, talking. I'm sure I was trying so hard to hit it. Of course. But he wasn't interested, but he I'm was, sure he liked the attention, of you course. know? Um, he doesn't. Yeah. And it was fun. I wasn't like do, being a weirdo, but I'm sure if you're that hot, you kind of like know that everyone's Everyone always trying to fuck you a little bit. Um, so him and I started doing coke off the bar around like 4 a.m., I want to say. And like the windows of the bar faced the outside world. Like uh, someone could have just walked by and easily seen us. Yeah. Lee had cameras in the bar, which I didn't know. 
and I'm walking home the next day and she's in the bar and she just like come hither with her finger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like across the street from her and she sees me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was trying to not run into you, her. Did you, you knew what it was. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, don't ever do that again. I was like, no, I know. And then she's like, you have fun. You fucking animal. I'm like, I did. She was so cool. Yeah. Um. So I ran the show at this bar and I booked it. Did great. I don't know if you remember. Were you watching? I wasn't I'm not there. sure. I wasn't there. I remember him doing great. And then I remember just like talking to him after the show and flirting with him. But I was getting drunker and drunker. <laughs> and then. He doesn't drink, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did something so embarrassing. So I, I think I. I don't remember this because it was told to me. I 100% believe it happened. But I think I put, you put my fingers no, in No, no. Hugh put his fingers in yes. your mouth. Yes. Thank you. Which is like, that's sexy. Yeah. It's yeah. really bold. It's bold. Yeah. It's bold. <laughs> if you haven't slept with that person yet. Yeah. It's, <laughs> honestly, if you don't know that person well. And you're not sure. I mean, I like pretty much knew what was yeah, going down yeah you're you know how to pick up a vibe you're not you're not hanging out with me at the bar listening to me go yeah for like 20 minutes yeah, like straight he could have just walked away and you wouldn't even notice right so he was there for a reason but <laughs> i put his fingers in my mouth and i was like sucking on them yeah like i was sucking simulating a dick simulating flesh wow what balls but then then I, then I put my fingers in his mouth, which is like, um, <laughs> are, what exactly are you going for with that? Oh, I just like He's sucking your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's reciprocal I mean, pleasure. I can't, I can't speak to my state of mind because I wasn't um, present really for that. But I do think a little part of me probably thinks. I can understand where I'd be coming from. Like when I think about blackout stories that I hear, I know who I am. So I'm like, what were you thinking in that time, drunk Andrea? Right. So what was drunk Andrea thinking? I think drunk Andrea was thinking that that's funny. It's so funny. Yeah. And it is funny. So like if he lets you get away with that, that means like he really likes you. Yeah. That means like he gets my sense of weirdness. Definitely going down. And he did go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish, I wish <laughs> I could see a video video footage of me like shoving my fingers in his mouth. And yeah, him like just, him like, maybe trying to dodge it for a second, <laughs> and you you piercing the lips, missing the hole. <laughs> and then eventually, you know what? I think I also told him to make him jealous that I hooked up with Jamie, the hot bartender. Like Which I did it. I, I did a million percent didn't. I think I was probably like, he's jealous because we used to mm. like something so it's so cringeworthy to just like think about <laughs> how great. how he was like, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure Jamie heard me and was like, God, mm. don't let her fucking embarrass herself. What if he popped in and was like, actually? <laughs> <laughs> we just did Coke off a of bar once. She but Jamie was cool too. They right. were all like nuts. They were all really nice what guys. What a fun time to be alive. <laughs> I know. 
Don't you miss it sometimes? Yes, so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. So then we go back to my apartment. I used to have this sick studio on oh, the water. Oh, he went back to that place? Yeah, man. Shit. You know, if I was a guy and you took me back to that place, I'd be fucking you forever just so I could sleep over. I know. I was. This is when I was still, my parents were still paying my rent, and I lived in this preposterous <laughs> studio on the water in Williamsburg. It was... I, a dream. It was. I can't. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Because it, it, it's so weird to be that rich, at, but not rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to be like someone who makes twenty one k in fashion, but then to live in like live a fantasy life, a beautiful. I think it penthousey type. I mean, it wasn't a penthouse, but it was so luxury. It was. It was stunning. It there was a. <laughs> Huge window. I just start crying on our bonus show. <laughs> I was so huge. rich and so drunk. There was a huge I was so window. So unhappy. And you could see what river was that? What, um, I guess that was the, the East East River. You could see the Williamsburg Bridge. Basically, you could see the whole city. Yeah, it was the like, sunlight would like fill the apartment. The, yeah, the sun it was facing west. Yeah, so the sun would set, and the sun would set like in the apartment. <gasps> it was like a big moving painting right yeah. outside your door. It was amazing window. Every time when I lived in these nice apartments, I would always have huge parties, and people would uh, be like, "You live in this fucking yeah." Like, why do you live in this? this- I'm sure it like got awkward a few times. Oh, totally. Because because people- I have a friend who. Um, up until like very recently had a similar situation, but even more in Manhattan, yeah. which is like, I mean, Brooklyn is actually probably like equally expensive as Manhattan. Yeah, that area for sure. That area. But like this, I'm talking like on the East River and like. Well, people go into the apartment and they're like. People walk into the apartment. What do you do again? They look around and they're like, wait a second. Are we in the wrong? Did we yeah. break into somebody else's apartment? It's like there's the, it's the apartment of like. A forty-year-old who works in finance. Yes, and then there's me being like, "You have fucking," and they're like, "What? How is this happening?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, right, your parents are rich, yeah. obviously." Um, but so we go in there, we we fuck, <laughs> and it is he is such a good lay. Holy shit, oh, man! I can only He's imagine. Got a great He's got a great dick, dick, and he knows how to use it. Yes. He's fucking. Because that's not, those two things are not necessarily related. Yeah, as you've learned over time. A man wielding, if you have, with great power comes great responsibility. If you got a fucking awesome dick and you don't know how to use it, it's almost like, it's devastating for the receiver. I would argue that you kind of need to know how to use it more because it's kind of like a stick shift. Yes. You can't just like run it automatic no. and expect that everyone no one's going to get hurt. Yeah. You need to ride a delicate balance and like know when to shift gears. You have to be like Gandalf with a wizard staff. Like you need to earn that staff, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. You, you can't have like gray wizard powers and a white wizard dick. You the just... wand chooses you. I think that's Harry Potter. No. Yes. <laughs> but you know, same concept. Was perfectly matched to his dick. He it uh. was it was like it was like smooth. You know what I mean? You know when they, they're smooth, they're pretty the, looking the too? The same color. A Everything nice consistent color. Oh. You know what I really like? Yes. I love a nice head. Yes. Yeah, it was perfect. People don't talk about the head that much. The mm. shaft, I mean, the shaft's important. A but good the head. head. 
The like helmet's got to be good. Like a nice mushroom. Yeah, yeah. So not too big. One of my exes had kind of a chode and like a huge head. And it was like, it looks like your dick is wearing a, a helmet that's too big. And it's knocking around in there. Yeah. And it feels awkward. And like Toad from Mario Kart. Yes. It's just, his dick was like a rocket. It was just like seamless. Ugh. I wanted to frame it. It was so great. He's kind of the living Michelangelo's David. Yes, he is. Except his dick is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. He, anyway. He really is. If you took a, if he posed like David. He could, yeah. Because he's got the curly hair. That should be, he should like do that on his Instagram. We should That's send this to his <laughs> wife and be like, I'm so happy Your for you. Your husband has a great dick. And also, side note, <laughs> this could be really great for like his Instagram following. Oh, he's, yeah. He's really, okay. So the sex is great. He He's probably one of the first people that I hooked up with who like really had moves and like had fucked a lot and knew what they were doing. That's awesome. You know, like all of my exes up to that point were fine, but this is like, this is someone who, I'm not playing, I just fuck a lot. You know what I mean? Sure. That's how people get good when people are... When people are like, how are, how do you get good at, like when someone's bad in bed, it doesn't, often it's like because they don't have good instincts or whatever. Like there's certain people that just maybe aren't the best at that, but mostly it's because they don't have experience. Consistent experience with multiple people, but like more than once. That's because I know plenty of guys who have had a shit ton of one night stands and they never get good at sex because Mm -mm. there's nobody they need to answer to. Yes. They just like ram it in there. And then the next day they're on to another person. They never get good because they don't have to like impress anybody. Just like hitting your Mario Kart against the walls. (laughs) Exactly. Just slamming against the same wall over and over again. It's kind of like a bumper car. Yeah, Absolutely did like the circling with the hips you know when they move their hips and the dick like moves oh, around fuck yeah Ooh, i should have worn underwear today up in the guts baby that mm, yeah oh. like he's like splitting you in two. Oh my god it was so good we need to calm down oh my god uh we're like frothing over my nice apartment <laughs> and hot fucking you know, this is a porn. This like, is a this porn. This could be a porn. You guys should have made a porn. He also ate me out for a long time. You know, oh, which a gem. Like I, I, the, before that, if I don't, you I think, have a big dick. You you need to. Yeah, you got to prep prepare the area for landing. And like we also smoked weed, and I wasn't smoking really weed then. Really, like I was at the end of my drunk period. But I, so I I would always smoke weed when I was like you know, already hammered. So I didn't really like sure. understand what like stoned sex was yeah. about. Oh my God. Um, it is so good. It is crazy good. Yeah. yeah I don't know. why. Pe- I don't think like I was thinking about this. I don't think like I, I'm not sure I should fuck on Molly. Cause I feel like after that, it's like nothing to compare yeah. because high sex, if you have too much high sex, then like sober sex is like, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, God, high sex is fun. I'm just staring off right now thinking about it. (laughs) I apologize for interrupting this riveting episode of Season of the Bitch, but I have a question for everybody. Mother's Day is coming up. Have you gotten your mom a gift? I didn't think so. And since many of us cannot spend Mother's Day with our mothers this year because we are in quarantine, you're going to have to plan something big. And... 
have I got the perfect gift for you, and that is story worth. Finding the perfect present for mom is tough, especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating Mother's Day together in person. I'm probably not going to be able to see my mom this year on Mother's Day, so I am gifting her the gift of StoryWorth. And I actually did get my grandma StoryWorth a year ago, and she loved it so much that I think my mom is going to love it just as much. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see often. This online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises? And what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? Ooh, getting a little raunchy, are we? Um, truly, I think this is a great gift. And for the elderly people in our lives, if one of your family members doesn't know how to use email, they can also arrange for somebody to call them and transcribe their answers. My grandma uses email because she's a very hip grandma. So she was able to do it, but they do have that system in place just in case. And this is the really cool part. So after a year, they compile all of the answers to the questions and they turn it into a bound book that your family can keep for generations. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash H-M-C-H. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash H-M-C-H for $10 off. Storyworth.com slash H-M-C-H. So, so, but it was really good. There was. So in the morning, we fell asleep in the morning. He started to, oh, we didn't wear condoms, by the way. I don't At think, all. I don't think we ever wore condoms. Yeah. You know, uh, I think rear, that rear, same rear. age, you're, you, this would have been like, 22, you're, 23, I mean, I mean, maybe yeah, 24. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're two years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You're so fucking funny. But at that age... When you turn 30, I'm going to dance on the rooftops. No, you know what? Yeah. It's your right. Yeah. It's happening sooner than uh. I care <laughs> um, But you know what? You're still going to be older than me. That's fine. And you know what? It is fine. Because yeah. what's honestly, what's the fucking difference? There is none. Says but the younger enjoy one. yourself. Enjoy and yourself. Anyway, so... <laughs> I it's it's like it's actually I'm not offending you am I no it's yeah it's not at fucking all. like women who obsess over like my like new age differences 38 year old woman women who think that they're different than 40 year old women are foolish I know I'm like it's the same shit it's when I was 28 shit. and 29 I'm like I'm 30 yeah like I'm exactly. not like I like, kind of want to just say I'm 30 it's the same state of mind yeah yeah um anyway that's the prime raw dogging years. Cause like those mm-hmm. are the years that you actually like don't think that anything's gonna that's, happen that's to when you. They're gonna get you, baby. Yeah. That's when <laughs> they're gonna get you. And it is a fucking miracle that I came out clean mm-hmm. and like didn't get at least chlamydia. I know. You dove out of that that time. I just period. emerged like a phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. I think I was I remember getting on your case about raw dogging because I'd gotten chlamydia, but chlamydia is the great 
red yeah. flag. As you've said before, it's the everyman's STD. Yeah, it's it's the it's the warning symbol that you get in a little crazy. Oh, so oh my god. Okay, so so fuck the morning after, he starts to like put his dick. You know when dudes are like applying their dick like lip balm around like the pussy and asshole region. You know? (laughs) Kind of just like grazing around. Yeah. Like a lip smacker. Yes. (laughs) Lip smackers of the vagine. And then I think I was like backing into him. That's one of my like Oh yeah, that's your move. Oh yeah, I love that move. Just it's so lazy, but it's such a like good way to be like "Mm -hmm." It's subtle. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? You know what's here? My China. Yeah, it's my uh, with me. I don't have to move too far to be like to bouncing into someone. Yeah, my your my ass cheeks are the buns, and your <laughs> giant rod is oh, the hot dog. Good sweetheart. times. Um, so I'm backing into him, and he's you know he's fumbling around down there, and he swears to this day that this was an accident. I don't know. He starts putting it in my asshole, his dick, <laughs> and like. That's not, that can't be an accident. Because then my asshole and my pussy feel the same. Right. Which means I should go to a that doctor if my either, pussy smells like an asshole. Well, it means you either have a really tight pussy or a really loose asshole. I don't know. No, there's no way. I think there's he just. There's no way. No, there's no way. He's I also, mean, he could have been really stoned and uh, still. Yeah. Still. Uh, no. 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 He also, you, um. I remember we were at Case Super Bowl party. Yeah. And you told me, you didn't tell me it was him. Yeah. But I was like, hey, what's up? And you're like, oh, n- nothing. I just got fucked in the ass by accident yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, that didn't happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the accident part. I told everyone, and they're like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> but the thing is, is so nice. He doesn't seem like the type that wouldn't ask. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like you would have been down. A hundred percent. I mean, I let you raw dog me in the ass anyways so right like i'm clearly down to clown and it felt good but it hurt i mean it was a lot to take in yeah that's a lot to like just go in there without any yeah vaginal anything nope. i would think like that that would be a secondary i don't know it's been a while since i had anal sex have you had anal sex i have a yeah. couple times yeah, man. But like, it's been a while, <laughs> and I I just feel like you couldn't do it first. You have to at least do some like warm up. Yeah, pre, it was it was what, what is it called? Pre entrance, pre pre game. What is it? Foreplay. Foreplay. Yeah. Uh, pre gaming. <laughs> I'm a sexpert. Um, <laughs> I pre. I pre game. I say, hey guys, you want to come over to pre game, <laughs> and then we all eat each other's box and listen to house music. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> that could have happened at that apartment. Um, and so, yeah, so so we have like pretty raw, wild anal sex in the morning. <laughs> in the morning? Yes. And then we smoke weed and... I hope you eat breakfast after. Yeah, probably. Probably like took him to Gordon Bennett's and gave him a hearty breakfast. Nice. You know, that was a good time. And then we were just... It was very cool. I don't know if I wanted more from him. You know... Okay, and this is the only thing I'll say in a negative light about is that he's smart. I think overall he is smart, but he says dumb stoner shit a lot. Yes. Like conspiratorial shit and... It's the drugs. Yeah. Like it's the drugs. Yeah. Can you imagine what a sober 
this would be like I can't be I've never completely different like it's his whole personality is yeah. the drugs and I'll s- he also like he has some pretty severe social anxiety yes and that's coming from me like he there was this one specific time I saw him at the knitting factory yeah I was going to a show I think I was going to Shaq show at the knitting factory mm-hmm. and um taping whatever yeah and he was there he might have even been there with his girlfriend like when they yeah, first started uh-huh. dating yeah and having a conversation with him, I had to, I just oh, started, I remember this. I just yeah. started talking about drugs. That's yeah. like literally, once you start talking about drugs, he could tell you, and maybe he's autistic. There's something going on he, there. Like he would just start telling you like all the effects on the brain of like different yeah. drugs. He's like, it clearly was an interest of his. You Scientist, know what I mean? yeah. And he would start talking to you like it wasn't like for lack of wanting to be social. No. It was just like clearly a problem that he had. And he would he would admit to that too. Oh, yeah. I also think he, like we'd talk, we'd wade into deeper waters and he would talk. Shop. Yes. Mm-hmm. He would talk about comedy <laughs> like he'd call it like the game the game yeah yeah like <laughs> he 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 had a very there is for weird socially special white guys there's this kinship with Eminem that they have oh and like their whole kind of persona is around like I'm just here to put it like play the game to win like me against the music. You know what I mean? If you had one shot. Yes. One opportunity. Th- that's Mom's their spaghetti. whole. Yes. That is hilarious. <laughs> and also so true. Yeah. White dudes. Yeah. Comedians. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. There is like a category of them that they think they're Eminem. Yeah. They're they're like um someone called someone called um a comedian. His name's Dan Wicks. The other night, he called uh, the Joker in Cell Nanette. I don't know what the Joker is. Okay, so it's a movie. It's the movie, a Batman, a new Batman oh, movie. Oh, about the Joker. About the Batman? Joker. Yeah. And he called it in Cell Nanette because, like, the Joker, I haven't seen the movie, but it's like a white person who g- grew up in a low social class. So, like, it's this, it's like, it's a commentary on, like, class and, like, mental health from uh, the perspective of, like, a white male. So it's like, it's this that is kind of they have this like they've been through hard stuff, but they're also on the top of the food chain. So they don't want to like complain about it. But then as soon as they have a role model who admits that they've like been through hard things, they they fucking go to like a oh, moth to a flame to that person. I get it now. You know what I mean? He means it's incel Nanette, not in like the nature of the movie or the plot. No, it's Nanette for incels. I get it. You know That's what I mean? Funny. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I think I think Eminem is like white trash incel Nanette. Yes. You know? Yes. Because like d- another person who loves Eminem is our friend who's never been on the podcast but he, i didn't know he loved eminem loves him and without a father he he lived in a housing project you know what i mean yeah, like he relates to him totally and like which is hilarious it's so because because eminem's so like we're going into battle you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you're not but also like you're writing poetry right and when you're doing stand-up you're writing you're talking about your feelings to a group of people it's very emotional but it has to be sort of sheathed in this like I'm fucking masculine. I'm changing the game. Yes. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eminem was always like, 
he's been criticized like in more recent years for his like what his persona has always been because obviously like if Eminem stepped on the scene as the kids say now yeah he wouldn't get away with half the shit that he got away with back then there was right. so much homophobic shit right but he could like kind of had like when you think about it he kind of had to be super homophobic to deflect from like who he was right. he's like this nerdy little white guy you know what i mean it's classic like i'm gonna be so hard and hate everyone because i'm in pain yeah like i i need to like put on this mask mask this joker incel mask yeah yeah masculine mask it's true yeah hello army of cunts we are in a fucking pandemic. It is an unprecedented time. It's very, very important to take care of your health, and that's your physical health and your mental health. And BetterHelp is a great service for that. I know we've mentioned them in the past, and I've used their counselors before, and I have started using them again because I'm freaking out. I'm quarantining alone. I feel so anxious. Everything feels out of control. Uh, I've been going to therapy sessions online, and it has really helped me slow down, understand what's in my control, what's out of my control. I have a great counselor. And one of the things about BetterHelp that I really like is that they will assess your needs and help match you with a great counselor. If you don't like that counselor, you can move to another one. You don't have to call an office. You don't have to say anything to anyone. You can just go and check out all the different counselors they have. Try things out. It's available worldwide. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's at the tip of your fingertips. And a lot of their counselors have expertises in very specific areas. And I was reading some of the reviews for their counselors and I came across this one. I thought it was really good. Uh, This counselor specializes in anxiety, relationship issues, intimacy-related issues, self-esteem, and bipolar disorder. Boy, I check a few of those boxes. And the review says, in the beginning stages of therapy, I know that it can be overwhelming for a lot of patients. However, she is respectful, reassuring, and pleasantly punctual. All of that new therapy fear was erased. That's a great review. I think it really, really encapsulates how experienced their doctors are and how easy this whole process is. So I really think it's worthwhile. Check it out. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Listen, we only have one life. We're very much understanding that now in light of this crisis. So take care of yourself. If you're well, you can help the people around you. It's just an all-in-all good decision. So visit betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Again, that's better H-E-L-P and join over 800,000 people who are talking to mental health professionals and taking their mental health seriously. Special offer for Hot Mess Comedy Hour listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash hot mess. And it is like, it is weird to be around because, and I would talk to family history is really sad and like, I won't go into it. I, I can't remember a lot of it, but, but there's some pain there. And so I'm like, oh, this is how you cover up this pain is that you've like built this persona where it's like you against the world. And like, obviously white men ha- can go through things. I know plenty who have gone through a lot, but they don't have, they have no appropriate outlet that doesn't threaten their masculinity so then they move into this like weird they find as soon as there's one white man who 
it can accept accept acceptably talk about their feelings mm-hmm. they go to them like a moth to a flame very interesting and so th- i would have these conversations like yeah man he doesn't even like fucking respect the game or like like he would be talking about people in the weirdest how most you, like how do you even keep it together i don't know i was like let's i honestly would be tuning him out like it was so like it's time for us to just fuck now right and i'm gonna try to minimize the amount of like the game conversations I we're gonna have. I can imagine you being like, right, right, and then like, <laughs> like pushing your ass against exactly the stick again, exactly. And it like it felt kind of mean, but it was also like I can only take this for so long. I listen. You need somebody else to talk to about the game. It's like it's not gonna be me, honey. Oh my god, when I hooked up with this guy and he made me watch fucking Carlin for like two hours afterwards, and I was like, this is not worth it. This is no. not worth the sex. I mean, David definitely wasn't worth that. Sex. No, but like, of course, I love talking about comedy, but it is four a.m. and and you're talking about Whew. they have crushes on these idols. Yeah, like, and I get it. I have similar feelings yeah, about comedy, but, but you're like, not, it, there's it's different. It's not. It's not. It's weirdly intense, and so so we would like hook up fairly often. I would like text him, but we were both like obviously casually hooking up with everyone yeah he was hooking up with this like girl who then all of a sudden was like living in his house and not paying rent (laughs) oh my god yeah wild times yeah it was just like he was clearly all over the place as was i i definitely was like thirsting for that sweet adonis dick all the time were were you guys banging when he started like was he was there overlap with his wife no, no. He no. met his wife in L.A. Um, but he was... Oh, I thought it was his girlfriend that he moved there with. I don't think so. Maybe. I'm not sure. They um, moved there together. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. The, I had, the one from New York. I didn't know she was from New York. Wow. No idea. Yeah, like she lived in uh, She lived in an apartment with like all her siblings. Do you remember? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, they moved to L.A. together. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, about like a fucking hot-ass black oh, chick in L.A. Oh, she's super hot. Oh, but yeah, she's very quiet. Yeah. yeah, they've been together for years. That's so funny. That makes sense. Cause oh, yeah, it makes, yeah. He's quiet, too. Like, that's the yeah. thing. I thought they seemed really well-matched yeah. from the little that I saw of them. And she's got, she is fucking banging. She's got uh, yeah. big boobs, big butt. Like, well, also made me feel very good about my body. He was just like, you got, like, hips. I love them. He would always be, like, grabbing he my hips. you one time, or he DM'd you or something, and he was just like, Hey, just like thinking about you and wanted to tell you, you got a great butt, kid. Yeah. yeah. He was always so nice. Yeah. Like it was just nice, um, you know, and it was like, it was one of my first um, casual hookups that was, res- I mean, the anal sex debacle wasn't great, but but was respectful in the sense that he wouldn't like blow me off. Like he'd like tell me if he couldn't hang out or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was very, very like sex positive just kind of hookup but friend he was always my friend in comedy and in life and um at one of the last times we hooked up it was so funny i had this big party um it was my first party where it was like comedians and civilians I can't uh, remember in your apartment in the beautiful yeah, apartment. I, I remember. I think yeah. Somebody brought over a dog or something. Or he, no, people were touching. People were your touching cats. my cat. Yes, people kept trying to touch my cats. You were you were you turned to me at one point. And you're like, we need to get everybody the fuck out of here. I was so fucking high. Also, <laughs> also like why. 
was that freaking you out so much? What was the, she? It was a girl. It was weird. So my friend Lauren had these like she was dating this like uh, architect art dude uh-huh. who hung out with all these fucking like freak art people and um, freak performance art people are my least favorite type of artist totally. because they have the smallest amount of talent and always the biggest amount of ego. Mm-hmm. Like they talk to you about what they do. Like it's so important. Yeah. And it's like, I have friends who are unbelievably talented comedians who are like, yeah, I just felt tell fucking jokes. Right. And I, you know, I, but it's also like they, like we were talking about this yesterday. It's like the part of what they think makes their art so amazing is like nobody knows what to do with themselves with they, when it's they see it. good. Yeah. You mean nobody enjoys it. Cause like nobody bad. enjoys it. It's, 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 you're, you have a, you have a video on loop of a woman smashing glass into her vagina and it's a commentary <laughs> on the social, whatever the, fu- it's always a commentary on capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's so like predictably, always the same thing and they're always so up their own ass about how fucking deep it is and these people are always so fucked up on drugs all the time yeah for that's sure that's what's really going on most of the time yeah. there are some really good performance artists i'm not say- i we are performance artists right. we're not saying that the the good the we're not saying the good like side of that doesn't exist yes listen good improv exists yeah but am i gonna make a like a grand statement that improv is genius no no i think on the whole it sucks fucking humiliating weirdos give me a suggestion i suck dick (laughs) it always comes down to sucking dick. always always and so but these performance art people are always like they're so bizarre in their speech patterns you don't ever know what they're talking about they're always on drugs and you're like, what could you be on right now? Because you seem like you're on another planet. And there was my friend brought a bunch of his friends and they were just like fucking off. And like I, I've known and hung out with these people enough that I'm like, one of you, one of you is going to fucking steal something. You're oh, fucking really? weird. Yeah. Like they were just sketchy and I didn't like their vibe immediately. And they kept trying to go through my shit to find more booze. And just like I was just like, nah, these people are fucking nah. And they kept – I had two cats at that time, Demetra and Destiny. Rest in peace. Beautiful fucking angels. angels. De- Demetra was hiding under the bed because she was so scared. Oh, my God. I, oh, I know. Poor little thing. And Destiny had three legs at that time. And these fucking weirdo art freaks were so high. And they kept being like amazed by the fact that she had three legs and I like mean, trying to pick her up and stuff. Yeah. And it was she- like – was breathtaking she was like she was i don't know how to describe her except like she was an angel in a cat's body yes and also was aesthetically beautiful she like was so fucking goofy. she i've never ever ever felt more in love with a cat i'm like crying right I now. i know i'm sorry no but, it's like okay. it's true she was the best she she was a little gray cat she had dark gray dark gray, dark gray green eyes um, she, we, we got her from a hoarder. She was like real fucked when we got her. She got cancer. She survived. Like she's this, she's this, this animal that has like boundless energy and sweetness to her. I loved her and she had three legs and she would jump around and she was totally fine. Yeah. But like you don't see a three legged backflips. Oh my God. She was sneezing on everyone. She was the best. Oh yeah. She would get a little cold. Ugh. 
And so these art freaks kept like chasing her around to pick her up. And I'm like, I don't fucking trust. I don't trust these people. Yeah. I don't like that they're trying to pick her up. I was also insanely high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but they kept trying to take her to the bathroom with them because that was the only room in the house that you could lock. And what the I, fuck would they be doing? That? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So. And I was like, get these people like yeah but there was no way for you to kick them out without kicking everyone out right so that's why you i was just like everyone out. no this yeah. is over because i don't you're not gonna rape my cat but i don't i don't like your fucking weird beret and i don't like that you're you're trying to get in a room alone with my cat you fucking weirdo i'd rather you yeah. steal my liquor than touch my cat i get it and so i kick them i kick everyone out and then i think it's stayed and I started me and comics started smoking weed and I was like so much calmer uh, now that those people were gone um oh my god was at that party talking about being a Quaker what a oh my god this, oh. oh my god we've met so many weird people yeah. um so so we were high as fuck watching a video of Otis Redding singing and like Freddie Mercury performing Huh. Pro high tip. If you're ever stoned out of your mind, watch live videos of Freddie Mercury performing. You will die. <laughs> you will your mind will be on the wall. Because do. He, he plays he plays piano like beautifully. Yeah, he's a powerhouse. He's an incredible performer. Yeah. He's wearing the whole costume. Mm-hmm. He's just like fucking out of this world. And I was just like staring at the screen. And like just tripping balls. Yeah, you know. Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. So didn't my, do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my dad said like my dad does did not like it. Yeah. And his your main, dad knows what's up. His main reason was like it like you could not capture like they didn't even come close to capturing what it was like to see Queen live. Thank you. Didn't yeah. your dad meet Freddie Mercury? He said he saw him walking down the hallway. Right. I don't know. I mean, I know that he's. I remember your dad talking. I listened to your dad's rock. Emily's father is a, a music producer, and I always try to get music stories, stories out of him. Yeah, and I remember asking him about Freddie Mercury, and he said that the maybe first, he went backstage. Some, yeah, one time and he met said the them. first time he saw him, he was like, "Oh, he got scared because Freddie Mercury was is huge." Yeah. Like six five at least yeah. was massive. He's also got chompers. Yes. He said he looked like a monster. <laughs> and like your dad your dad is a, a small Petite. man, Petite. but like <laughs> 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 So like this huge person, <laughs> the giant teeth, the big costume. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I obviously have never seen Freddie Mercury live, but I you get a sense oh, yeah. of how uh, much of a presence he yeah. was. And so if you watch that in videotape, high as balls. I'm, I, you know, I'm going to take that It's so advice. unbelievably fun. But so we watched that. I kicked everyone out. And then I hear like a little knock on the door. And it's And he's like, do you want me to like stay over? And I was just like, yes, oh, bitch. Because okay. he knew. Yeah, that's he knew. so hot. Oh, God, it was hot. Um, You know, he knew that I like felt weird and also like, you know, I was obviously laying it on thick. Sure. Um, so did, did like, how did it end? Did you just, like, kind of both lose interest? Yeah. So he was, I was also fucking this, like, one, one an art star dude that I met at one of these, at one of these performance art shows. This guy, um, 
Oh my god. Oh my god, that this was the same mm-hmm. time frame as that? Yeah. Wild. So I was fucking this dude was a mess. He did just he did get sober while we were dating, which actually kind of helped push me in the direction of getting sober. I I harbor, I harbor no ill will towards but was a fucking mess you know like crust punk i think he lived in a storage unit like just <laughs> special like a manhattan mini storage yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like how would you live in a storage i don't know i don't know he would like show up he'd be at this his performance studio to like two he'd show up at three you know, yeah. He always smelled bad, but I like liked it because I wanted yeah. to like fuck him. Yeah, he was a hot artsy guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very particular thing that's hard to find. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was hot. Um, I mean, it's like it's hard to find one that'll fuck you. you yeah, know what I mean, they're like, very flighty, and and like they kind of act like they don't want it. Oh, kind of. Yeah, that's their vibe <laughs> always. God, I, I do love an artsy guy with like kind of long hair. Oh, you know, and like. I used to, I used to look at that and think they were so deep, and that like, I no, was gonna it, trick them into like settling down with me. And now I'm like, I've been through it so many times that I know that they're just like dysfunctional and it's not gonna happen. A variation on a hipster, you exactly. know what I mean? Like it's not like I, but I had the same reaction always. I'm like, oh, that's so intimidating. Like they're so like they know things yeah. that I don't. No, no, it's just it, they're just a pr- they're a mesh between a. Uh, a pretty boy and a hipster. Exactly. And like, it's fun. I, I, I miss the wonder in which I used to look at men like that yeah. with. Because it was exciting. Yeah. And like, what's going to happen? And now I'm just like, fuck that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, if I wanted to, I could get in their pants. I could. Yeah. And I, you know, but they can't give you what you want. Um, but it was fun to chase them around. But I, I was hooking up with within the same time period. And was also hooking up with this girl, <laughs> who moved to London. Yeah. She was also like a very curvaceous yes. white woman. She was um, um eccentric. Oh man, yeah. Pink yeah. mohawk, yeah. like kind of crazy. She wore like, like poofy, poofy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta give it to him though. Yeah. He's, he's diverse. Yeah, he doesn't, he's very, he's not shot, like, attractive but no, no no they're all like all these girls that he hooks up with are attractive they're just different and it's wildly like, different it's nice i appreciate when i see not even a guy just like somebody who enjoys like hooking up with different kinds of people yes, it's just that's interesting. why he's a good lay you have to hook up with different types of people you can't just bang wayfish little snacks yeah all day every day yeah you gotta fucking different socioeconomic backgrounds, different mm-hmm. lifestyles, different you gotta, races. You got to learn how to get right in between those giant ass cheeks. Exactly. And go to fucking town. You need to learn how to eat that big ass for breakfast. Yes. And boy, did he know. Um, but so we were both like fucking all over the place, him and I. And then I was peeing one day and was like, my vagina smells. What did it smell like? It was like, you know when your vagina is like kind of gross? but Like like ripe? Yeah. Like haven't showered? It's like that, but worse. Like more. Because uh-huh. like usually, usually you're like, okay, time for me to like take care of this, you know? But I was like, it was like a little bit more where I'm like, yeah. 
th- I think I have a yeast infection. Yeah, like something's up. Or like bacterial vaginosis. Like yeah. something's going down where like I should go to a doctor. I didn't have when guys get chlamydia, they're like like slime comes out of their dick. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's I thought you were gonna go the other direction and say they don't have symptoms. No, they do. Oh, that's men usually horrifying. present. I mean, I think it depends. Like I think some people can have less or more symptoms, but men it, it hurts when they pee, I think. Yeah. Like Did it hurt when you were peeing? No. But I was like, this it was, so it's just the smell. Something was off. Yeah. Um, and you're very used to go like you get a lot oh, of shit. Oh man, I, like your vagina is a temperamental. We're all whore. in constant communication, me and mm-hmm. my vagina, about like the pH balance, and I'm like, this shit's wild. Mm-hmm. So I go to the doctor, and he tells me I have chlamydia. And first of all, I'm like, whoo, thank God. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, thank God it wasn't something else. Jesus. Yeah, this was a real scared straight moment. And I was like, you got it. Because I don't think I was using condoms with, for, with either of them. And like for how slutty both were, I feel like when two slutty people raw dog, they're having sex with like hundreds of, of people. Of course, yeah. By extension. Wait, so you don't really – so wait, you how do you know it was and not I don't know. Oh, you're just deducing. So I had to text both of them. This was such there's there's certain slut moments that you're like, Woo! Yeah. I am irresponsible. And I sent this like, so I don't know if you or if me Did you I I might you gotta You might have chlamydia. (laughs) And like once again, so chill. Like like, oh shit, dog. I guess I need to go to my doctor. Yeah, I got to go to the clinic, dog. <laughs> Yo, mom spaghetti. You know, <laughs> I got to go down to Planned Parenthood. I'll grab myself some free NYC condoms while I'm there. Exactly. He had such a chill attitude about it. And there was never, we were always just friends. And I'm sure I felt romantic towards him in certain times. And also when he was like, doing his mom's spaghetti speech, I'd be like, I'd never date you. You know what I mean? Yes. Like That was probably when reality sunk in. Exactly. Like, yeah, we can keep this the way it is. Totally. That's beautiful. Yeah. I honestly think that's so beautiful. It was so great. It was a great, like, it was a great casual sex yeah. partner. And, and a friendship, a continuing friendship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were always friendly with him. Him and his friends run, like, oh. hilarious high shows. Yeah. They're good people. I'm sad they don't live in New York, actually. I know. I like those. Those were like two of the people there. You know, you meet people that like you're not sure if they're good people. Yeah. And those two. I'm not saying they're perfect people. They're mentions, though. Yeah. They like they're good people. Yeah. They got personal problems. No doubt. Yeah. As does everyone. But like anger management issues. (laughs) Yeah. It's always getting in fights with everyone. For a little man. Oh, man. Um, But big temper. Very much. But what? Was a little bitch about it was really butthurt about it being that, like oh i didn't know you were sleeping with, with people yeah which i'm like i mean come on come on you met me at a bar i was wearing a giant fur coat and being like fuck ever but you I was know like I mean? he wasn't treating you like he wasn't having sex with other people yeah he would he would blow me off he would show up super late um he actually him getting sober us having similar drinking patterns and him getting sober 
was a big like, oh shit, if he's getting sober, I'm just like him, you know? Well, I remember when he, when, when you started seeing him casually or whatever, you, one of the things that you told me, and it's so like, it's so funny that this stands out in my mind. Cause it was, I'm sure it was just like a throwaway comment, mm. but you were like, yeah, but he's sober. Like, yeah. I don't know if I can date a sober person. Right. Yeah. Which, if Which is like, oh my God. Look yeah. how far we've come. Writing's on the wall, baby. Wild. Because when you're dating, when you are a blackout drunk and you're dating another blackout drunk and someone decides to deal with it, it f- throws this awkward wrench into mm-hmm. things. So there was that. But there was also, he, him and I were supposed, he invited me to one of his art shows. And this is the first time he'd invited me to go to something where his friends would be there. And like, I really liked him. I wanted to date him. Um, And so he like invites me. I get all fucking dolled up. I'm wearing like heels and like an American apparel bondage dress. Oh, damn. Okay. We're we're going, we're going that way. Like full on. And full glam. He gives me the address of the place. I go there and he's not there. And I'm like, it was so, you know, in high school dances when you're like standing in the corner and hey, no one wants never to been dance with you. Syndrome. Yes. And I was so humiliated. I kept texting him like, hey, did you give me the wrong? Like, and then like, I was, there, well, there's, it's not even that he's not there. There's not even an arch. No, there. nothing. It's just a bar. And I'm like, is he making fun of me? You know what Aww. I mean? It was so it, he, he just gave you the wrong gave address. me the after party address and yeah, he, he wasn't ass. looking at his phone dumb which is like ass. so fucking rude you know and so i walked across the williamsburg How long were bridge you there? like half an hour standing there in my dress like such a fucking cl- feeling like a clown yeah and then i walked across the williamsburg bridge crying oh so you didn't even go you didn't end up going no because i couldn't reach him i called him i texted him oh and then he texted later much later yeah i went to i didn't i don't think he texted me until the next day which is like oh so mean yeah and so i walked across the williamsburg bridge i'm fucking crying i think i called my mommy no guy's ever gonna do oh my god it was just like oh god yeah you know what i have to be more forgiving of 23 year olds in my life because i'm like you were so annoying must be the season of the witch. Must be the season of the witch. Yeah. Must be the season of the witch. And that was the episode, guys. What a journey. I got so much joy listening to that episode. One, because it's a life where we used to be able to go outside. Um, I know. Oh, just the talk of people putting their fingers in each other's mouths. I mean, if that doesn't make you horny during this time, I don't know what does. You know, it's it kind of how it made me feel is that like, and I don't, I th- I think we've talked about this privately, is that a lot of people during this quarantine are kind of being like, "Fuck, what is my life? Like, I don't like my job. Maybe I don't like my partner." Maybe, you know, I'm not happy with where I am and now I'm being faced with my mortality in like a way that I haven't ever before. Yeah, it really gives you a lot of time to reflect on your life's choices. Yeah. And I have been like, hell yeah, bitch, you live large. Like, I know I'm the same way. I've been like almost feeling guilty for how well I'm doing. Yeah. Because I know there are so many people that are not doing well and I obviously feel for them. 
But but at the same time, I think, you know, it's important to recognize that you have a good life. And especially when you've worked hard to build that life. Yeah. I don't really know how we got on this because this episode is about fucking. But well, but I know. Well, because I was like, oh, oh, you dated a, a crust punk that lived in a storage locker. Oh, this guy, you dated that guy. Oh, you ran a show. You and Emily used to run around. You used to have party. I mean, we still... We still very much live, did live very exciting lives, but it takes having the whole thing taken away from you to be like, wow, I have a lot you, of fun. You really did it. You really lived it up. Yeah. And we will live it up again. But it just, you know, like I, I said to you, I listened to our old season of the bitches because I am hanging out with you in my apartment. We're talking and I'm like, ah, good point, Emily. Ah, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> ah, this bitch. But do you um, ever do you ever laugh during like when you're listening back to something that you recorded? Mm -hmm. Do you ever start laughing and then on the recording you start laughing at the same time at the the same joke? Yeah, it's so I I can't even describe like if if somebody is listening who's never had this experience, just like record yourself having a conversation with a friend. Yeah. And then listen to it a few months later and see if you laugh at the same times to the same thing. It's like recent past tripping is what it's it's called. Yeah. Like we said, we'll be back next week with our scheduled programming, Mm -hmm. but we thought it would be fun to mix it up and give you guys a taste of the bonus shows because... I think you're more likely to give us money if you've actually sampled the product. That's right. We're giving you a little taste of all the fuck content we got on there. So many names had to be beeped out when I was listening to this back. I'm like, I couldn't have dropped that many names. Oh, yep. And there. Oh, and there. And that person. Oh, fuck that person. like yeah well if you want to have another fun experience you could listen to the recording again and then imagine Andrea on her computer putting a beep over every single name (laughs) that would be fun I mean we all have extra time so why not just live your life live your dream we love you guys thank you so much for listening and supporting and stay safe and stay healthy it's It's a a comedy comedy podcast. podcast